Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. What an intro. Welcome back to the Insight NBA show. Mondays are coming in clutch. A weekly show previewing the games ahead every Monday. Um, as always, we're brought here today by The Squeeze, uh, Ryan from Astute Newstead and Bonus Bank. I'm SC Matrix. I'm here with the big horse. Mate, how have you been? Good, brother. The end of another week as you pour yourself another delicious brew. Um, she was a bit tighter this week. There was one league that I won in the last minute and a half with an Evan Mobley rebound. So God bless that man. <laughs> Mate, I think I went about three and three today. Lost to, lost to you in the league. Um, that yeah, was tight six, as well. Six, four. Oh, that, that one fluctuated. I think I was up eight, two at one stage. You're up nine, one at one stage. Yeah. Yeah. You come away with the chocolates though. Just. Mate, um, look, today on Coming in Clutch, we are going to cover today's breaking news, preview mm-hmm. the five games ahead, and cover some waiver wire pickups along the way. Yeah. I suppose a big one today is, um, yeah, ducking straight into the breaking news, um, which I thought we had a soundbite for, but apparently we don't. Apparently that's an NBL thing, our Australian basketball podcast. I was even going to put my jacket on, but I'm probably not Sandra Sully now. So, um, look, the breaking news brought here today by Ryan at Astute Newstead. Um, slide into our DMs and uh, he can help you out with an obligation-free mortgage quote. I know he helped me out get my dream home. Um, so, yeah, even if you're just contacting him, looking at getting into the market, he can let you know how much you can, um, how much you would be able to borrow. Um, mm. But LaMelo Ball today was carried off the court with an ankle injury, and it's the same ankle he hurt in February that required surgery. Let's unpack this one, Mick. If he's out for an extended period, who are the beneficiaries? Oh, I think number one's got to be Terry Rozier, doesn't it? Yeah. He's freshly back from injury today. We saw that once Lamelo went off, he ran the offense. So it's it's scary, Terry. And I think Gordon Haywood. I think he helps run the offense as well. Not necessarily side by side with Scary Terry, but when he's uh, he's having a rest on the bench, then maybe you got Gordon Hayward playing that point forward role, trying to run the offense. And I know people probably don't necessarily care about my shitty leagues, but today is the day I sat on Scary Terry through his whole injury, and I pulled the trigger on a trade today. Um, that was right before the Lamelo Ball injury. You wouldn't read about it. That sucks. And for those of you out there that have been DMing us and taking advice on when to buy low on Lamelo and went ahead with that, we apologize. We didn't mean for this to happen, but it was absolutely, looking back, it was absolutely the right thing. You bought low. He came on really well. He was in some really good form, but it fucking sucks, but injuries happen. I'll tell you what, who you do want. You do want Scary Terry. Um, oh, I'm just looking at his stats today. Um Shooting 9 of 15, 22 points, uh, 9 assists, got a steal and a block miraculously. And, um, yeah, and five turnovers, of course, because he's running that offense. Um, mm-hmm. I do think that it just does mean another bump for Miles Bridges, believe it or not. 
Yeah, a small one. Not as big a one as what people are thinking. Miles Bridges and Lamelo have some really nice chemistry going on with the way they are. They're young. They're flamboyant. They like to be a bit flashy. Scary Rosier is is not really built that way, and I, I think you'll find while he will get a bump, it won't be this massive five plus points extra per game that people are expecting. And what do you think about Brandon Miller? Because he's probably the guy that comes back into the starting lineup. Would you say? I would probably prefer PJ Washington and leave Brandon Miller on the bench as the primary scorer with them. He's He seems to be playing that role really well. And PJ looks lost with the second unit. So why not fix, or so, so to speak, two birds with one stone, plug PJ back into the starting lineup and then let Brandon Miller keep cooking with the second unit? Look, we don't really know. Um, we're going to wait for some scans on Lamello's injury. Mm-hmm. He might be completely fine. He might just come back in a week or so. Um, Lamelo has been the 16th ranked player um, this season, um, even after yeah. a slow start. Look, yeah, it is disappointing, but I wouldn't even panic trade um, Lamelo Ball just yet. Let's just see where he's at. Yeah, good idea. Mate, let's head into our previews. And um, our previews here are brought by Bonus Bank. <laughs> Look, Bonus Bank is Australia's number one match betting site. Match betting is Australia's extremely profitable side hustle. Take advantage of bookmaker bonus bets and promotions to make risk-free income every week. Um, With the help of the tutorials and tools, uh, you can make your first profit by finding edges like enhanced odds. Bonus Bank is free to join and make your first 75 bucks. And then for less than $2 a day, you can upgrade to a premium account Unlock 12 courses that cover all aspects of match betting. If you use promo code INSIGHT, you'll get 25% off your first month of any premium subscription. And, uh, yeah, look, learn how to make bonus bets and convert them to cash with Bonus Bank. Bonusbet.com.au. Monday, games. Should be noted that there is no back-to-backs, but clips like Jazz, Nugs and Pistons all have four games this coming week, even with a no-game slate uh, towards the end of the week. Yeah, nice. So we'll be looking towards the waiver wire, I guess, if uh, they're not normally rostered in 12, 14, 16, or 20-man teams, whichever leagues you might be. These are the types of players that you're looking to get in to try and maximize value back in return. I tell you what, if you're trying to maximize some value on your league pass... You might tune into the toilet bowl. Washington Wizards versus the Detroit Pistons. Um, I think I'd rather watch Toowoomba Mountaineers under eights. This, yeah, this could be an absolute free-flowing affair because neither team gives a fuck about defense. Like, if I'm talking 120s each. In this game, it's just going to be free flowing. You got Cade Cunningham, Cade Cunningham, sorry, who can score at will on one end, but seems to have forgotten how to play defense on the other end. Alongside Jaden Ivey, who's just as bad, and then on the other end, you've got Jordan Poole, who, when he doesn't have the ball in the hands in his hands, he does sweet fuck all. Yeah, he gets a couple of steals every now and then, but it's just going to be to and fro all game. I'm tipping Washington in this one. Yeah, look, I, I probably will too. Um, 
apparently Jordan Poole's a game time decision, um, but did play last. Oh, did miss out on the Atlanta game. Uh, should be noted that he scored over twenty four in his last three games. His efficiency mm-hmm. has gone up a fair bit, and um, and he even got seven assists in the last game. His turnovers have been down. Jordan Poole's been playing better, and don't let anyone else tell you otherwise. You know what? If Jordan Poole's not playing, it just solidifies my pick for Washington tomorrow. They looked much more cohesive as a unit when he's not playing. One thing I did see is it wasn't Tyus Jones getting the shots with Jordan Poole out there. Tyus Jones is better with Jordan Poole out there. Um, Only got four assists in the last one. Uh, He has been really good with his assists. He has been an assist streamer. As a 106th ranked player, I have seen him in waivers a little bit, and I do understand the frustration. He's been up and down. I drafted him in a lot of leagues, and um, you know what? He's averaged 10.9 points per game, if you want to put it into perspective. Yeah, it's not great, is it? But he's that sort of player for a reason. You know, He can heat up at a moment's notice. So while we're talking about the Washington Wizards, for those of you in our DMs that have asked us about Jared Butler, given his stat stuffing game last Game for the Wizards? No. Do not add him. He's not relevant. Um, that's Mick for lose my number. Um, looking at Detroit, um, of course, you're looking at Duran, you're looking at Asar, you're looking at Cade yeah. Cunningham. Stewart should be rostered. Um, Kevin Knox has been a little bit of a streamer, um, but hasn't sort of played in the last couple games, so he sort of dropped right off. Yeah, yes. I have seen Jaden Ivey added. Now that he's made his way back into the starting unit, yes. And it's a big watch this week for Bogdanovich. Looks like he may be back. Yeah, um, shout out to Mally. I'm in a few legs with him, and I was lying in bed this morning just scrolling through Instagram, and I just go, ping, Boyan Bogdanovich has been picked up. Ping, Boyan Bogdanovich has been picked up. So he went and picked him up in four legs, and I hope it works out for him. But, yeah, won't be playing tomorrow is my understanding. Gotcha. Um, heading over to Portland versus the Pacers and Portland versus the Pacers. High, yeah. Yeah. Th- this could be a high scoring affair. I think just as likely to be the same as what Washington and Detroit will be with a, probably a little bit more defense, not a lot more. Don't get me wrong, but geez, I love the way Tyrese runs the show there in Indiana. He's almost too good. Like he's, He's making everybody like he everything's running through him outside of maybe your buddy Heald and Miles Turner. It's actually making it hard to add anyone else because Tyrese does everything. He's got his fingers in everything. every pie. Um, if anyone's scoring, he's assisting. Like I don't even know if Bruce Brown's a good ad, really. He's a, he's a tough hold if you've got him. He hasn't been very good, but I do believe things will come good for Bruce Brown. But You've just hit the nail on the head. Your buddy healed threes. Miles um, Turner, he's been what, top 45 this year. He's been really good. Tyrese, he's just been amazing, though. Like, for me, almost a lock for the All-Star weekend this uh, coming year. Mate, honestly, he's getting my vote. Um, yep. Having a look at Portland, um, Malcolm Brogdon, if he's not rostered, pick him up. Um, if you do have him, I think... If anyone's silly enough, it's an excellent sell-high opportunity. Was just shy of a triple-double today. Mm-hmm. He's been I, good. I um, really like him, yeah. yeah. And Scoot started off well too. 
Yeah, and coming off the bench, um, still 33 minutes from Brogdon. Um, 18, 12, and 8 today uh, with two steals and a block. If anything screams sell high, that's that. Absolutely. Stuff in the stat sheet. There's not too much else in in streams. Um, Look, Scoot, come off the bench, coming a little bit better. 17 minutes in his first game, uh, 27 in the next. You'd expect that he would start to bump up and Brogdon's stock would start to go down. But I think they're going to show off Brogdon and try and get a a first-round pick for him. I think you're absolutely right. I think they're showing him off, (laughs) allowing him to play his game, show that he can be relevant in a side chasing a chip. And in return, Portland are looking for draft picks here. So you'll see Brogdon on the move, and there'll be a few more pieces on the move, I'd imagine, before Feb 13th, is it? Which is the trade yep. deadline. you have to get back to me on that. If you can't tell from our um, our flamboyant Bogan accents, we're Australian. And we've, day, got our boy, we've got our boy Duop Reith. Um, have you heard uh, NBA Australia's nickname for Duop Reith? I haven't, but please tell me. The Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> Stop it. I absolutely love it. And those who listened to the Wednesday show would have already heard it. But, uh, but yeah, Justin obviously loved it as well. So uh, oh. just had to throw that one in. Delicious. Mate, the Lakers versus the 76ers um, mm-hmm. in Philly. Dare I say Philly are in a little bit of a slump? A little one. Yeah, it would be too worried, though. I'm expecting Embiid to go huge against the Lakers. Davis has looked a little bit sore with that hip that he's carrying. Yeah, he stuffed the stat sheet last game, but against a bigger-bodied opponent like Embiid, like we saw Sabonis make him look really silly a week, a week and a half ago, I think this is going to be something similar here. And... Toby's been all right without being excellent. He's actually been quite efficient. Um, yeah. Of course, we're going to look at Maxi. Uh, Melton should be owned now. Uh, I believe he probably is already in your league. Um, Paul mm-hmm. Reed's a stream every time and beads out, but there's not mm-hmm. really anything else I'm really looking at from Philly except for if we get some news that Kelly Oubre's back. And I've already seen him get picked up by some people and stash in IR. I don't think he's good enough to hold for this long. No. No, I've got nothing else to say to that. He's not. Um, look, G was talking up Christian Wood, um, but if I'm looking at a centre from LA in case Anthony Davis goes down, it's actually Jackson Hayes. Look, yeah, in, he's getting in time. Twenty-one in twenty-one minutes, ten three and one uh, with a block in the last one, only one turnover. Um, did it efficiently as well. I like Jackson Hayes. He's better than Christian Wood, that's for sure. Christian Wood doesn't know how to play defense, so I think they'll roll with Jackson Hayes should Davis go down. I think so. Um, Max Christie's been getting a little bit of a run uh, for your deeper floor, Matt. has got 33 yeah. minutes in his last one. He's played over 20 yeah. in the last three games. He has, but in saying that, though, Lakers have got Vanderbilt, and there's one other that's slipped Cam my Reddish. mind right now, but Cam Reddish to come back, so... Don't look too much into that. If they're still out, he's worth a stream. But if they're back, then it's not worth it. He's questionable as get again, Cam Reddish. I uh, hear that streak of four games where he scored um, 17, 18, 10, and 16. And he does sort of stat 
uh, stuff the stat sheet a little bit as well. Um, good rebounder for his size. Uh, gets steals. Got five steals um, just the other day. Mm-hmm. I think Cam Reddy, if he's ready at 17% roster in deeper formats, could be an ad. Yep. Who do you think is yep. going to win that one? Philly again? Philly. Philly. Yep. Right, we've got the Pelicans versus the Jazz. Uh, all news is Walker Kessler uh, coming back. Um do you think that affects John Collins at all or um, or anything along those lines? A little bit, but not a lot. I watched this game, was it two days ago? They played against each other and Utah came back to win that one late. Um, yep. Keontae George played a really nice game, but I think you'll see Walker Kessler come off the bench for the next couple of games just to get his legs underneath him because he, he's had three weeks off, was it? So... Yep. I think they utilized him well, the Utah Jazz, that last game, because you look at uh, New Orleans and they've got big Val inside. And then outside of that, it's basically, if you're matching up second units, it's big Walker versus Larry Nance Jr. And he's going to monster him every day of the week. Yeah, I do think Walker will probably, I still think maybe he plays against Val a little bit, but you've got, so you've got Laurie Markinen. He's a game time decision. Mm-hmm. I do think there could be a bit of puff in um, in Kelly Olenek still uh, with how many yeah. games he's playing this week with four of them. We speak about uh, <coughs> trade targets and people who are looking or who we think may get offloaded uh, heading towards a February trade line or deadline, sorry. I think Kelly Oubre is right at the top of uh, – so not, not Kelly Oubre, sorry. Kelly Olenek is right at the top yep. of that list with how many bigs they've got there in Utah. I really like Keontae George. I like what he's brought. I like him a lot more than Talon Horton Tucker. I know you've expressed your uh, your opinion on that over the last little bit, but mm-hmm. he does look maybe not super coach. Uh, sorry, super coach relevant. Maybe not fantasy relevant just yet. But Keontae George um, is somebody that you could look at in deeper formats. And he 100% has the keys to the point guard position and will have moving forward. I can't see them moving away from him for the rest of this season. I was actually really surprised when I saw you at seven starting last game. Mm. Um, Wasn't too bad. Uh, Let's have a look at Denver versus the Clippers. Uh, To be noted that both of these teams have four games in the upcoming week. Um, Are you looking at anyone from Denver? Not really, no. No, so I've just completed a trade in one league. So I picked up Aaron Gordon, and he's a uh, day-to-day or a game-time decision. I haven't checked the updates just yet. But someone like that, he's quite consistent with um, games played usually. It's his first game he's missed for quite a long time. So if he's there on your waivers, I'd be snagging him pretty quickly. Outside of the starting five, though, if it's not Christian Braun when someone else rests, there's not really anyone I'm streaming in. Reggie's still only 21% owned, which I find a little wild. Um, in 28 minutes in his last game, uh, 20 points, seven rebounds, and six assists with a steal. I'm going to be riding. And I actually have Jamal Murray in the leagues that I have Reggie Jackson. So, yeah, I'm probably just going to ride the Reggie Jackson trade until he's droppable and I bring Jamal Murray back in. Yeah, smart. But I think it gives Coach Malone a bit of a bit of confidence that, hey, we don't have to go out there and blast Murray 30 minutes a game straight away. Like, Reggie Jackson's shown that 
he can control that offense and do it quite well. Yeah, he's been playing the pick and roll really good. Um, mm. But having a look at and I, at the Clippers, and Daniel Tice was the flavor, I suppose, a week ago. Um, come back yeah. to earth a little bit this week, and Zubac has, um, has I suppose, come back as the the center that you want from this team. Um, yeah. What do you see from these guys? Like Paul George is the clear number one. You've got Harden and Kawhi as one uh, A and one B maybe, mm-hmm. and then you've got Russell Westbrook. Hey, I want to ask you about James Harden. We've, we've mm-hmm. seen last year that he's he's experienced his first real regression, pretty much from being a superstar, and this year he's even worse. Do you think it's just a slow start because he hasn't had a preseason, or do you think this is the new norm now for James Harden? I think that he will have a regression, but he's not as bad as what he's been showing so far. Okay. He hasn't even been that bad. Like in 28 minutes, yes, he shot the ball poorly. He shot the ball poorly all the time, but I think that he's got the best play. I say the best players around him. He did play with KD and, and mm. um, and Russ, but he's got the some of the best guys he's ever had around, and he's sharing the ball still really well. I think he's just like after eight shots, he's allowed to put it away now, um, which he's never been able to do. I think we're going to see our worst fantasy season for Harden, but I think that there's an opportunity that we see a really good version of Harden as long as he can keep it together in the locker room. Yeah, that's right. He needs to learn that it's not all about him. You're right. I did really like Terrence Mann coming into the starting lineup, probably not for fantasy so much, even though he scored 17 points in his last game in in 32 minutes. But just for the makeup of the team, it let Russ be Russ a little bit more. Um, yeah. And when the other guys were sitting, uh, I'm a bit of a Norman Powell guy. I just like what he brings, um, you know, 15 He's- and 20 in his last couple games. I was going to say, he's been on a bit of a heater, hasn't he? He's been playing well. Definitely he's a, a streamable option. He is. He's a flamethrower. The man cooks. Um, look, Bones Highland out of the rotation. I know that he oh. was rostered a little bit earlier on, but, yeah, it is what it have is. You, and Have you seen the shit that he's coming out with in the social media world, how he doesn't think the Nuggets are going to give him his championship ring? Yeah, I don't really get it. He's... It's, Look, it almost sounds like he's, he's still a, a young player. Yeah, it sounds like he's probably a six-pack short of a slab at the moment. He needs to mature a little bit. Yeah, like he's still a young player. Just know your place. You know what? If you yeah. do work hard, he will get a run for this team. There's no sure. way that Harden, Kawhi, Westbrook, and Paul George don't go through the season unscathed. He's probably the next man up. Like I'm not seeing much else from the point guard position for these guys. Um, no. Just stay in your lane, train hard, and work your way back into the rotation. And ladies and gentlemen, that's Coach Matrix giving you fantastic advice. Look, yeah, I have a, I have Coach before. Um, Hammer and I were just <laughs> talking about it in our last um, in our last NBL podcast, um, mainly how um, I had to coach where every time he got ejected. So, yeah, good. Mate, let's have a look at the waiver wire targets at the moment through Yahoo. Let's do it. 
habits acquired. Five thousand people have dropped Craig, our boy Craig, Craig Porter Jr. Yeah, that was disappointing. He didn't get a run today. He's been playing really well. Yeah, seventeen minutes in the in the previous game, uh, didn't get a run today. Look, I thought they would have kept playing him. Um, that was elite when I saw him play against Philly the other day. Um, I think I did a podcast with the, you or Justin after that one. I was really impressed with his maturity at his age. Um, yeah. And maybe it was just his name. Like um, my father-in-law's name's Craig. Just seems like a wise guy. Yeah. he's He impressed me. I watched a couple of games where he's, you know, he's only six foot three and he's driving at the rim against the trees and, you know, bodying them up and creating that separation after contact. And I think Cleveland have probably done themselves a little bit of a disservice here because now the league can see that this kid can play. They're going to th- they're going to get some trade offers for this guy, I reckon. Look, I wonder. Look, you don't really know. Like maybe, um, look, maybe he had a niggling injury or something, and Craig Porter Jr. isn't worth bringing up in the injury report or something like that. You don't really know. I do expect mm. to see him in a little bit, but I do also understand people dropping him after did not play coach's decision on the scorecard. For sure. Um, Terrence Mann, uh, we've just mentioned him. Four games in the next week. Uh, the first one is tomorrow. And, look, you you understand him coming in after s- playing 32 minutes in his last one and scoring 17, <laughs> three and one. Um, I just don't expect too much outside of points with the way that Harden passes. With the, like, he's just going to be a catch-and-shoot guy, really. Yep, that's it. Um, Again, 3,000 people are adding Jordan Hawkins. Uh, he played... 40 minutes in the last one uh, for his 25, six and three uh, with a steal. He is be, he has been the CJ McCullum, um, I suppose replacement as much as uh, us in Australia, like Dyson Daniels, the bender goat. Um, yeah. Look, it's um, yeah. It's Jordan Hawkins for me. Yeah, it is. It is uh, CJ McCullum. Is he back this week? There are little whispers that he could be. Yeah, and then, like, look, Hawkins is a bit of a stream in, but I think Pels are playing three times in the next week. I'd probably rather have a stab in the dark at a... Well, our next one is Norman Powell. 2,000 people are adding him. I'd probably rather have a stab in the dark at Norman Powell or Terrence Mann, hoping that one of those guys light it up. Give me Storm and Norman every day. Played, only played 24 minutes in the last one. It's just a shame he plays the same position as, like, Paul George and blokes like that, isn't it? He'd be, yeah, at Toronto he's coming off the bench too, but he's definitely good enough to start in the league. Mate, Obi Toppin, um, he scored over 15 points in his last three games. Okay. Um, look, he's been catching lobs from our boy Tyrese. Again, I think... Against Portland, uh, it's going to be downhill again for Indiana. Um, mm-hmm. He looks like he'd go all right downhill. Yep, yep. I like that matchup against Portland. Who have they got for wing defenders? Jeremy Grant and is it Kamara? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So they there play in the next in the next week or so. They play Portland and Detroit, um, playing Miami twice though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Miami. It- a bit struck with injuries at the moment too. So, you know, it might be a, might be a good week for Indiana. 
Um, Matisse Thibel, I see he's been added. Look, as much as we love Aussie Matty, um, mm-hmm. probably a bit of a stretch, but still a good steal streamer. Um, averages 1.5 steals per game, um, over three steals in his last couple. Yeah, and that would be all you're um, streaming him for. You're not streaming him for threes. You're not streaming him for assists or boards or points. It's basically just steals and the occasional block that he gets. Um, Jimmy Neutron, uh, Duncan Robinson himself, um, mm-hmm. is one of the highest drop blokes. Uh, 1,500 blokes are dropping him. Or, okay. sorry, people. There's plenty of ladies out there. Um, yeah, shout, out, shout out to Shannon. She... Um, one of my good friends, Shannon, she's in a lot of my fantasy comps. But Duncan Robinson, look, he's only getting dropped because he's injured. Um, yeah. I think that he could even be a little bit of a stash if you've got that IR spot open or something like that. He's been really good with the injuries that's been, and when he's starting, there's no reason. Like um, Haskers Jr. has been really good, but I think Duncan Robinson – at the wage that he's getting, is going to walk back into that starting position. You would think so. With Hero, I think he's still two weeks away. So he's still got some time to fill it up before he gets back. Um, Jose Alvarado's now been back for four games, played the most amount of minutes that he has in a little while, actually, um, in that last one all season. But... Yeah, look, scored 13 points, got three assists, got two steals. He's been averaging 1.5 steals per game. Still gets a couple of assists. I think he's a bit more of a just a steal streamer, though. Yep, I agree. Mate, is there anything else you want to cover with the NBA today? No, not really. I think we've covered it off pretty well, mate. For those of you that haven't liked and subscribed to the podcast yet, down below you'll see the subscribe button. Click like. You'll get all the alerts if you click the little bell as well. We do a lot of lives here, so you'll be notified every time we go live. But even if we're not, feel free to post us your questions. We'll get back to you as soon as we can. We love doing it. (laughs) We definitely do. Thanks, mate. Thanks for coming on. It's at an end. I think it's late for you, so uh, you've listened to an Insight Fantasy Sports podcast. Catch ya.